Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Edgeguard Cast, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake, and uh, I'm joined, as always, by my uh, co-host and good friend, Jordan. Uh, that's me. I'm Jordan. Yeah, it is Jordan. He's right there. Uh, today, here. Jordan and I are here uh, to talk with you about uh, a, a just absolutely wondrous uh new technically not even a game kind of well, it's a game it's, it's a, a game. game it's, it's a, game. a game i don't think it was like totally designed to be like a game morris it's like a showpiece for artificial intelligence mm-hmm. uh, because it is uh, ai dungeon 2 uh by uh, a person by the name of nick walton mm-hmm. um and i did want to say nick walton uh did want to shout out uh david wingate max robinson and alan walton but uh Nick Walton was the primary creator of this game uh, mm-hmm. under interesting circumstances. Uh, it seems that um, uh, Nick Walton is a, a student. I'm going to guess probably a grad student oh, yeah. at uh, Brigham Young University, uh, mm-hmm. part of their PCCL lab, which mm-hmm. I assume is some sort of uh, computer science research lab. I don't actually know that I'm sort of filling in the gaps myself, but it's, uh, their tagline is combining deep neural networks with Bayesian models to advance the potential. It's Bayesian. Oh, but man. okay, so it's an especially officially a, an art uh, an artificial intelligence lab. Then that's that's good to know. Uh, although it does seem like maybe this was made sort of not as like an assignment or as research, but sort of as like a fun project. I mean, I don't know maybe well yeah so it, it is based on uh I, I believe that's right because he there's an open um i think it might just be called open ai but it's it a, a sort of like open source or maybe semi-open source i think it may it's only be available source. to well but i i had read that they don't make it available to anyone because they're worried oh, about gotcha. people using it for bad purposes but it oh, is that's fair it is available for research type purposes sure. And uh, and so um, he he used it to uh, create this game. Mm. Yeah. So basically, what the game is is a uh, it's sort of build as an infinite builder or you know uh, choose your own adventure type uh, mm-hmm. type thing. So uh, basically, what they or what Nick did was uh, took OpenAI, which uh, I guess to be clear, uh, I I have not read about the technical specifications how it works because I assume they'll all be over my head. I I did take one AI course, uh, but that's oh, nice. it. That's how I knew it was uh, Bayesian and not Bayesian. <laughs> uh, well, I've only ever seen it uh, written, so yeah, I've worked with Bayes nets, you know, in my oh, day. Yeah. I don't remember almost anything about them, but well, that was a very interesting about, class. We talked about the Bayesian interpretation of statistics in my stats 101 class so nice there you go so we're both experts is what we're saying (laughs) uh no but anyway so they uh sort of took this i I think it's the gpt2 model um from OpenAI, which is sort of uh, a basic framework to sort of understand uh human written language or what in computer science you would call natural language Mm -hmm. uh and uh basically create responses and then they uh, fed it a collection of text adventures from uh, chooseyourstory.com uh, in order for it to sort of oh, is uh, that where they started okay yeah for which i'm i'm glad that i was able to find that piece of information because yeah that is actually really informative it's it's some it's some some useful context for a game that is uh absolutely wild it is wild so entertaining 
uh i guess one one thing to note before we get all the way into it is uh this game like like we said is sort of uh this uh, uh graduate students uh project and i don't think he anticipated it to uh explode the way it did and uh at one point it was costing brigham young university uh like ten thousand dollars a day because yeah. so many people were uh accessing it so it's it seems like they've set up uh sort of uh they, they have a patreon set up and they've mm-hmm. uh developed some uh mobile applications it looks like they're 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 making a, a system so that the game can can go on actually uh after we decided to uh play this game but before either of us played it uh the game was taken down for a while but we were both able to to get back in as they sort of set mm-hmm. up a a, yeah. a a means for the game to have a, a continuing uh life which is uh obviously great um yeah wonderful but uh anyway uh with all that oh and i guess another shout out this actually doesn't have anything to do with anything other than uh brigham young university is uh, in my <laughs> home state of utah and is close to what to where i live and work so uh that's fun <laughs> so you just wanted right. to shout close out byu I just nice. want, well, I don't know if I want to shout out BYU. Don't don't put that on the record, please. Scratch that. <laughs> uh, you know, as don't put uh, those they, words on you. <laughs> yeah, I get maybe maybe that's what uh, this is a disclosure that uh, BYU is uh, University of Utah's uh, rival. Uh, mm, so yes. <laughs> so uh, I might have some so, implicit so bias. So once the competing uh, University of Utah AI Dungeon Three comes out, uh, you know where your allegiances will lie. Uh, I, I absolutely do. Uh, and listen, in, man, we still, we still got Adobe and Pixar. Okay. <laughs> well, in the meantime, uh, so, so mechanically this game is pretty, um, pretty straightforward. It plays like a choose your own adventure text game, you know, like, uh, you know, colossal cave adventure, Zork, all those classic games where you're just, uh, you know, you're given a, a, a text prompt, uh, that describes some situation and then you type out what you want to do. Uh, it does tell you to do uh, the standard like verb action format, um, but you I don't think that is an actual restriction or at least no, uh, it, it wasn't. But you tend to get more um, real sounding results when you follow it. Uh, but you basically can type in anything. So, you know, whereas normally text adventure games, they have like, you know, five verbs and then like five options for each one or whatever, uh, you know, if they're really deep, uh, this uh, will just interpret what you've typed uh, and then try to come up with some plausible uh, response um, based on the the AI model that is running in the background. And, you know, sometimes it's eerily realistic. Most mm-hmm. of the time it's uh, almost realistic, but a little off. And sometimes uh-huh. it's, it's bonkers hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely <laughs> baffling. It's it's really uh, quite a joy to play. It is really fun. Because when it works well, it's like imp- it's kind of it's remarkable. really impressive. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, that seems like a thing someone would say. And it can go from one thing that it says to you being like, this totally makes sense. It'll be like, you enter the tavern, and in the tavern you see an, a grizzled bartender. He calls <laughs> you over, uh, looking at you eerily, and you like, oh, yeah. go over to the bartender. And then yeah. it's like. He pulls out a pistol and shoots you in the head and says, you're my best friend. And <laughs> those things can happen right in sequence. And it's just and the, the game never uh, uh, misses a beat. And it, it's it's very it's very interesting. Uh, if you if you sort of follow um, video game circles on Twitter uh, closely, you've probably seen screen grabs 
uh, of of adventures that people have had. I know Robert Yang, who we've covered on the podcast before, yeah, uh, had a had a sole mission to train the game. Oh, I guess that's something we didn't mention is that um, you, as you play or after you're done playing, when you decide to quit, the game will ask you uh, about the quality of your experience and it will uh, try and save. And I think the idea is that it will train, it will add the information or the text that you've put in as training data back into it, mm-hmm. uh, back into yeah. the model that it uses to try and make it more convincing. So uh, Robert Yang tried to uh, tra- uh, train the game to be a gay sex simulator, which I found uh, to be extremely funny. He had a thread on Twitter that was very entertaining. Yeah, he was semi-successful. Yeah, the other thing to say is, I, um, I think I read this correctly, but I believe that the... I'm not sure if it's this game or if the AI um, build that it's based on is mm-hmm. is what this is. But one of them was trained on uh, 8 million websites, including a ton of Reddit threads. No, oh, um, God. That, so, that's, that's probably the base open I, AI. That's what I would think. Because I think yeah. that the this he trained, yeah, like you said, he trained this itself on... Uh, you know, uh, text event, actual text adventure games, which explains why the the format uh, hues so closely to the sure. the actual text adventure format um, quite often in terms of like, uh, you know, a three sentence description where it's got like, you know, uh, you did this and here's some information and here's a, a thing to intrigue you. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, and also it does. Um, I, I did read that it uh, it translates all first person text you give it automatically into second person so it, oh, it does it does keep with the uh the the adventure game format there but yeah i think that um that you can sometimes see the the sort of online speak come through at times especially since if you give it a context that is like not fantasy because by uh-huh. default it has four different um like genres that it, it wants it you six uh, it was has several it has several. Let's put it, it that has way. zero, one, two, three, and then four is custom. So thought, unless they've no, unless they've added I, new ones since I, think I haven't they added played it more because like there were like there were like six. Okay, well they did add new. I did notice they were adding new stuff. Uh, so yeah. that could be they had new ones. But um, the the you know it will respond to anything, no matter what you know world. Uh, the words you're using are based on. You know they don't have to be something that would exist in a an actual fantasy uh, game. So, um, uh, yeah. How much, uh, so, uh, I'm curious, how much did you use the, uh, build your own versus the, the preset ones? Cause you, the custom <sighs> lets you give it a prompt and it starts from that. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't mess with yeah. the custom at all. I feel like that's my great regret. Uh, it's fun, but I wasn't, I wasn't really sure like what to do with that. Um, and, I, I didn't have as much time as I as I wanted to uh, uh, with the game before we were set to record. So uh, I and I also just ended up having a lot of fun. I, I was kind of uh, probing the the fantasy the most. I really yeah, only did like I, that two one is others. the best. I like that one has the most tight uh, yeah. responses. I felt I, I did a uh, like a mystery one and I just died immediately. Like it oh, was like three you? prompts and then I died. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was the only time I actually died. There were several times where the game just like stopped being responsive, uh, and I just had to like stop the script running and run it again. But uh, um, 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah. A few times. So you so you did quite a bit of of, uh, of generating stuff on your own. Uh, uh, some I played with it a bit. Um, it uh, it it uh, the, my my sense um is that it works best when you do a really um, I don't know how to describe it other than like generic uh thing like something where the you use really specific words that um well if you use too specific it'll get confused and it won't respond to the word you give it but if you give it like words that are really specific but not like insanely specific then it seems to work pretty well so for example i found that like uh descriptions of historical events actually worked pretty well i had one that i i was a a revolting peasant during the russian revolution and it started using words like you you topple the czar uh so like really on i didn't give it the word czar it it produced that so huh. I, I was uh, I was impressed by that, but I had given it stuff like like you are a Russian peasant or something like that. So, oh sure, yeah, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I, so I had, that was impressive. I had one uh, thing that happened that I thought was like uh, really it was really good, which is that uh, so I was playing a fantasy uh, thing. I forget exactly, uh, and I I was giving my. Uh, my characters names and I would try and name them kind of like, you know, vaguely fantasy named. So I created, I was just <laughs> sure. like, what's my character's name? Halodin, H A L O D I N. That sounds like a fantasy name. <laughs> and I started playing the game and uh, I was a noble and I got, uh, I was asked to meet the King. So I go to the King and out of nowhere, my character introduces himself as Halodin, son of Halodur, which I'm like, Oh, what? Oh. Yeah, I'm like that's pretty damn good. I I didn't put anything in, uh, and then immediately after impressing me, the game uh, did the thing where it baffled me and made me laugh really hard, which is that the king also introduced himself as Haladin, son of Haladur. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I tried to say no, that's my name, and the king said no, it's my name, or no, my real name is this, but it's the only name I've ever known, or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then i kept trying to progress and it, it continually uh, it the the game didn't know what my character's name was it would use them interchangeably and i'm like no no that's my name and it's like ah yes but this is the only name i've ever known like that <laughs> that phrase kept coming back up <laughs> but i thought i thought halodin son of halodur was like incredibly good yeah, that it came up with that thematic. on its own because i that's just yeah. a name i made up right like and it yeah it rolled with it which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah, that's actually really remarkable because I would imagine, because that seems like something, I had assumed that it was all, you know, the the blog post I read explaining how the AI works really made uh-huh. it sound like all of the, the like word combinations was like purely statistical. So it's like if it hadn't, you know, it has to have at some point encountered you know, this, these word combinations before in order to produce it. But this makes it sound like it it could be, you know, there's some, like it recognizes the, I mean, it could just literally be like chop off, you know, he could have written some like bespoke, uh, like code just for the, the like, like name stuff. Cause it always asks you for a name. That's one Uh of the few things that it asks as a a standalone field at the beginning. So it, you know, it knows what information you're giving it for name. So it could be like if I if you see name, you know, chop off last two letters, replace sure. with or something like well, that. Well, what I'm curious is if one of the adventures happened to have the name Halodin in it 
and it just happened to be something that I came up with. Uh, and so in the, in an existing story, there was Halloween son of Halloween. I it's who, who knows, man. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, either, <laughs> either true. way I was like, wow. Um, good job. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. I did want to, I did want to talk about, so since this, uh, this game is kind of, uh, generated from, uh, from existing, uh, choose your own adventures. It, it that does sort of bring up some, some issues, uh, so one thing, did you happen to notice that, uh, the game really, really likes, uh, presenting you with, uh, w- beautiful women? Um, I, uh, yes. I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, I, okay. I actually got that less often in the fantasy one. Now that I think about it. Yeah. A lot of, yes. Like th- two was- thirds of my fantasy themed adventures either started with me seeing a mysterious but beautiful wo- woman or like oh, I would be doing huh. something else and then suddenly a beautiful woman appears and I'm like <laughs> I don't know I guess it's like kind of the thing about uh AI is that uh it it is not creating anything new it is yeah. using things that already exist it, to it is try and yeah. convince you that it is that same thing yeah, and so totally. you know sexism and misogyny existing in uh uh choose your own adventure stories are going to be yeah. perpetuated it, uh, it copies what it sees right and uh-huh. and that's the that's the you know when if and that's the training data set it'll be it'll totally do that and i i think that it also made me wonder about the uh the the reddit training as well yeah. i mean i don't yeah. know how much you know i have exactly zero understanding of the technology behind this so i don't know how much the like <laughs> him training it on adventure games overwrites the, sure. the existing training on the the reddit text um yeah I, I don't know either um yeah but yeah it was it was kind of like i don't know it, it definitely gave me a little bit of like a oh man bummer it, it, it sort of it sort of made me think about how how often uh ai is sort of thought of it by uh certain people who think technology is uh the, the best and uh nothing but good uh mm-hmm. would would love to to be like oh ai you know soon you know humans aren't even going to be making art ai will do it all and it's like uh i don't think so uh and and also and, like yeah my thing with that is like why why yeah, wouldn't why, why? Would you people like to make art why like yeah. what would the, be the point of automating it yeah like, i mean i think it i think it comes from people like uh, oftentimes people who are really extremely not creative so they don't really <laughs> see any sort of self-fulfillment that one might have in like the creation and sharing of uh you know arts or creativity yeah. so the idea that a computer could do all of it uh is is really nice and like I don't know. It was a similar thing that happened when like no man's sky came out. And part of the whole controversy with that game was like, Oh man, it's like an infinite game. And like, it keeps generating stuff. And like, but like there wasn't really, it's not that there wasn't that much to do. It was just, there was like no meaningful reasons to do any of it. And Mm -hmm. after a certain amount of time, like 90% of planets sort of fit into like five or six archetypes with uh, different color palettes. And then only every once in a while, did you find like a really cool, interesting looking planet? Uh, and so like infinite in the same, in the same vein in infinite generative stories feel a lot less infinite when they're built on top of yeah. like an extremely familiar model, which obviously behooves this game in uh, convincing you that it's not, you know, AI 
is by having a very specific model with very specific tropes and mm-hmm. emulating that make this more yeah. successful as sort of like an experiment, uh, but also perpetuates all the same problems <laughs> that yeah. those stories have, uh, uh-huh. which is, you know, not great. Yeah, totally. I am the, the, the thing, um, that I, I sort of experienced with this game was that, uh, you know, it, it's most fun when you relate to it as like a software toy, rather than uh, yes. like imagine that it is, you know, like really, you know, narrating like a and d campaign for you or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the, it's really, you know, it's fun to poke it, right? Like see what, like uh, see what happens. Um, and in that way, it's not like you're, you know, you're, you're actually like playing with it in a very like critical way where you're like, okay, let's see what uh, the, the giant like bloated Reddit beast uh, spits out yeah, at me when I give it this. Uh, and yeah. like, and like, that is the sort of like game that it becomes. Um, and in that way it actually, uh, in, um, when you treat it more like a toy than a game, I actually find that it is, um, you know, that's the way that, uh, procedural generation becomes fun because, oh, uh, absolutely. like no man's sky it's trying to be like, like what if it was exactly the same as like a first person exploration game, except just enormous, but then it mm-hmm. just gets totally repetitive. But in yeah. this one, it's like, I really did not feel that it was especially repetitive. Like I was, well, there were some things, but I was laughing a lot. Like there were so yeah. many like surprising moments that caught me off guard. Um, and I think it takes some turns, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll get into that at some point where we we can just uh, go back and forth about a few of our stories, but I want to, yeah, you know, yeah. talk about a few more things before that. Um, definitely. Uh, so another thing I, um, I, I sort of started thinking about with this is, uh, what, what, um, like narrative genres fit best. And the hmm. thing, the thing that I uh, like fit best for this mechanic and it's, yeah. it, it's whichever ones, um, you know, uh, where being really formulaic feels okay. Like you're not caught off uh. guard by it being really formulaic. So hmm. I, I think that they, that was actually a kind of design decision behind the, the ones they have at the beginning where they're all really like genre tropey ones. There's oh, like sure. Mystery, uh, I forget what the other ones apocalypse are. Apocalypse was Mystery, one of them. Mystery, apocalypse, zombies, and um, and uh, fantasy because these mm-hmm. are all you know really codified genres that like they have uh-huh. they have rules and tropes that like go together and you know it's it's pretty easy to mix and match them without it feeling wrong you know like if you see if you see a princess and then a dragon and then a king that's just the same as if you see a dragon and then a rogue. And then sure. a castle or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. they they can kind of mix and match. Whereas in some other genres, it might be like, okay, what's going on here? Um, and then that's when I realized that you know the most formulaic genre is porn, and 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 <laughs> and because you know it is like it always know, ends the same way, no matter al- what. It always ends the same way. Uh, you know, <laughs> it if the logic of the scenario doesn't quite fit. You know, you shrug it off. It's just uh-huh. porn. Um, and so uh, when you play around with it and give it a se- sexual situation, sometimes it's like, whoa, that really sounded like porn. Like that, uh-huh. uh, it, it, that I found that some of the the most realistic in the sense of like sounds like something you would read online 
uh, uh, were pornographic situations. Not realistic in, in its porn. So sure. It's wildly unrealistic. But I did feel like just in terms of producing realistic sentences, it was uh-huh. pretty good at coming it's up an with ex- It's an extremely pro- prolific slash fic writer is what you're saying? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I tend to agree. It, uh, I think part of uh, what I was getting at when it uh, likes to present you with attractive women is it also like it kind of in in a few cases it felt like it, it wanted me to uh try and engage them romantically or sexually right like yeah. there were times where like uh there was one time where like a woman rode up on a horse and i was like hello and she's like want to come back to my house and i'm like <laughs> what <laughs> uh and there are a few times i leaned into it because you kind of <clears throat> forewarned me that the the game if you get explicit with it <clears throat> the game Will once it, once it breaks it. bad it will run with it and it'll get uh in incredibly uh explicit which is very funny to hear a computer or like to have this computer spit back out like and then you i i just like i remember i just it would i would place things very clinically like i take off my clothes and then it's like you jam your cock into and i'm like whoa <laughs> yeah, well that one makes you wonder what that also really makes you wonder about the training set right because yeah i went when i read stuff like that i was wondering if there is like a you know, it's the internet, so I totally believe this exists. But is there like a text adventure game porn communities? Is that like a thing? I'm like, sure there is. I mean, or I'm it, sure that there's just sort of like here are text adventures that are that have sex in them because isn't that fun? I mean, it's like Game of Thrones, man. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, old Nick Walton just threw Game of Thrones in here for uh, for extra flavor. I mean, the sheer volume <laughs> of text is probably pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but I guess uh, it is it is uh, kind of funny. I mean, part of uh, if I'm being totally honest, part of the reason I uh, <laughs> brought up uh, BYU at the beginning of the episode is that uh, they have a sort of I don't know how notorious it is outside of Utah, but they have a notoriously strict uh, they call it the honor code yeah. <laughs> of sort of uh, like a student code of conduct where they'll you know, uh, you're not allowed to have a beard without a doctor's note. Uh, and and that sort of thing to be and clear so, to be clear beard duh, as in beard, facial hair as a, a beard on your face uh you can be uh get in trouble for having too much facial hair without a, a doctor's note i know looking uh, at nick walton's uh designer profile pic he might yeah, want to get right get on sh- the right on the get, line you get know? shaven man uh but uh anyway so they have a very strict honor code and then this uh thing that was created uh you know with their sponsorship uh yeah. has a tendency to get extremely uh sexually explicit uh very fast is uh, i don't know kind of funny to me yeah he's gonna get expelled for creating this game i i, I really hope not <laughs> no i do too no he's bringing i'm hopefully, sure the- hopefully he can use this uh and its popularity as a way to get into you know raise some funds yeah no, you know do some fundraising for the for the lab i mean <laughs> the they sponsored him for that first week lab. or two where they were you know spending ten thousand dollars a day according to yeah. one of his tweets on yeah. server costs so yeah um uh so um i feel like the the other thoughts i have uh will require getting into some sample text Hell so yeah. should we should we do it okay so because we already talked about porn uh th- I, this is the one time at least the one time that i took a screenshot uh when i was not trying to uh bait it into something sexual and it <laughs> gave it to me anyways so this one i thought was wild but I was playing as a peasant, which is one of the starting options in the fantasy one. And uh-huh. I was talking to this other peasant boy 
and I, I had gotten bored with what was happening, so I just decided to rob him. So I just typed in, rob the boy, and here was the response. Um, oh, and the boy is walking around with a girl. Uh, oh, here's, gotcha. here's the response. You grab him by his shirt collar and pull him away from the girl. He gasps as you take off his pants and underwear. He screams out as you tear them off. His cock springs free and begins to grow hard. He oh starts to get excited and you feel your heart race. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, what the hell? I tried you to just, rob him. You just forced yourself on a young boy. <laughs> I just pantsed him and then he... <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't... Wow. That one was legitimately confusing because none of the... The word I used was rob. That was the verb. Yeah. And I started wondering if there was like a second meaning of the word rob that I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Something. But I no, mean, there are I definitely don't... times where the 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 game uh, goes in an extremely uncomfortable direction where I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want to follow that at all. <laughs> well, that's why the revert option exists, right? Uh, yeah, perhaps. Uh, my, my first adventure, this one I don't have any funny uh, quotes or anything from, but my first adventure, I was uh, Terry the Peasant. And uh, it, of course, it was like, you're a peasant, you're poor, you're walking around the village and you see a beautiful girl. <laughs> and I'm like, say hello. And she's like, hello. And then our conversation goes nowhere fast. Uh, and then I'm like, all right, uh, I'm going to mess with this. And I'm like, uh, get in your car. And it's just like, you get in your car and drive off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. And then I ended up uh, going to Wendy's and getting some spicy chicken nuggets. And uh, then I went back to the village and told the girl about eating my spicy chicken nuggets. <laughs> that oh, was, that's that, incredible. Yeah, that, that actually reminds me of something else I was thinking about with this game is like, it was. it's interesting that... Um, you know, because it's largely a, a proof of concept, uh, uh -huh. it's, uh, you know, he, he decided it to be like, it, you know, the game will run with anything you say. You know, it, uh -huh. it, it doesn't have any a response for like, there's no car here or something like that. It, no. If you, if you give the word, uh, it, then it exists in the universe. Um, and so one thing that I read on the subreddit for this game that I started doing that I actually thought was made it really fun is uh -huh. pre preface your words with attempt to or try to because oh. then the game won't just automatically, you know, make Let whatever you, do you, it. you say happen. It'll huh. sometimes it'll be like you attempt to steal the man's sword, uh, but you fail and he like stabs you or something. Oh, uh, interesting. And, and it, it, it makes some of the scenarios feel more interactive in a way. Uh, so huh. I, I sometimes threw that in when I wanted to just see what happens. That's, that's interesting. Um, Huh. Cool. I'll have to try that in the future. Uh, for, for another example of, of one of my stories, uh, I wanted to talk to you about a time again, there was like, there were times when the story would kind of lull and the game would stop presenting me with interesting things. So then I would be like, all right, let's, let's poke at this. Like you said, it's fun as a toy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I tried to, uh, I, I tried smoking weed in the game. And oh, so, nice. <clears throat> so let's, uh, let's see, there were some fishermen and I got bored cause I was trying to talk to them and they were, they just kept sort of talking themselves in circles. So I said, kill the fisherman. So I said, you turn around and kill the fisherman. They aren't much of a threat anyway. You cast your net over the side of the boat and swim away. You swim through the water and you find yourself in a large forest. There are trees everywhere and you feel very comfortable in this place. So I'm like, all right, smoke some weed. You sit down on a log and light up some weed. <laughs> you inhale deeply and relax. This feels so good. You begin to think about something else. You notice that you're floating in space. You feel as if you are floating above the ground. 
<clears throat> and then I said, take another hit. You take another hit of weed and float higher and higher. <laughs> you feel as if you're flying through the air. Suddenly, you realize that you're falling. You try to stop yourself from falling, but you cannot. You fall through the sky until you reach the ground. And then I said, eat some munchies. You take out a bite. You take a bite out of a piece of candy bar. You immediately feel hungry again. <laughs> the most realistic part of this. You start eating the candy bar as fast as possible. Soon you're full and you collapse to the ground. You lay there for a while and then and then ellipses and then it just ended. I thought it was oh great though God. that it understood what it's like to have the munchies. You eat a piece of candy bar and immediately feel hungry and then eat as fast as possible. <laughs> Oh, just the uh, fact that it, it rolled with uh, me, you know, smoking weed and getting the munchies, I thought was, was yeah. really good. You know, it really is the most, um, you know, the most uh, amenable to bullshit DM of all time. <laughs> just roll with the, sure, you smoke the weed. You smoke the weed and you get high and, and higher, higher. You feel as if you're floating. I, I also, the thing I sort of realized is the, something about the, um, the, the like adventure game text format is uh -huh. really um is really funny when it's just off so it actually yeah. just fits really well the, the matter of factness of it the matter of factness of it because it's you know because it's supposed to be like setting the stage because it's like uh -huh. uh, a role-playing game so it really yeah. likes like short declarative sentences where it's just like this is what happens <laughs> so it's sometimes like tonally it comes off so hilarious and yeah the and then the other things is like some of the verbs that are just like the standard verbs for describing things make it really funny. Like it says notice a lot. Like you notice that. And sometimes uh -huh. this is think you're just, you notice, you a, notice the, a dragon, right? You in front notice of you. that the woman's He's on right fire in front of your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like the, uh. the weed one you're talking about, you notice that you're floating like, Oh, huh. <laughs> would you, wow. would you look at that? <laughs> I really lost track of time. Um, did you have another story to share? Um, another, so, or a good clipping? I so many. Uh, I, so, I have so many too. Uh, this is one that um, I pulled up because it's related to the um, something we talked about, which is that um, sometimes the game will get in these weird loops where it will start to say the same thing over and over again. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and this is one where it like looped um, a little bit without like sometimes it'll loop to the point like it breaks and it'll just say the same thing no matter what you say or some slight variation on the same thing. Uh, this one is like just slightly different and I just found it kind of funny. Um, okay. So I was playing as a, some sort of noble and I was basically terrorizing the peasants and stealing their land. So, uh -huh. so I typed in the phrase uh, expropriate the peasants. Oh God. And it responded, you seize the peasantry. So it decided I was stealing them, not their land. Uh, <laughs> they all become your slaves. Uh, the peasants they already were your slaves, man. Uh, the peasants look at you with disgust. One of them says, we don't want any part of this. And so I was like, hmm. Uh, I typed in invent capitalism. Oh, and gosh. then it responded, you invent capitalism. The peasants are now your employees. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny. The way that it's like the exact same thing that it said last time, except it just subbed out slaves for employees. <laughs> <laughs> This is extremely <laughs> poignant uh, comment on late capitalism. Yeah. Uh, wow. oh, yeah, and it says the same thing. What, then one of the peasants say, we don't want any part of this. <laughs> we don't want to be your employees. <laughs> we we uh, want to be able to go to the bathroom freely and not have to uh, pee in <laughs> bottles. 
Jeff yeah, Bezos. I, yeah, I, I did. I did uh, want to uh, uh, talk about the the game repeating itself because it does get in these little loops. And uh, in one of the blog posts about the game, it's like uh, try and avoid the the. It does have a looping problem. That's kind of known. Uh, and I had a particularly favorite one, which is that um, I don't remember what I was doing, but I saw some people and they're running towards me with torches. So I said, kill everybody. Uh, and then. I just said kill everyone. I think I was a knight. So I think I had a sword and it said uh, like they run past me and then it says you shoot them and shoot them. You shoot them and shoot them. You shoot them and shoot them and shoot them. <laughs> and so I said stop shooting them. And then the next response from the game just says you shoot. <laughs> and then I say stop shooting. You stop shooting. You watch as the men run past you. The men run past you. They run past. They run past. They run past you. And then I said, wave goodbye to the men. You wave goodbye to the men. You wave goodbye to the men. You wave goodbye. To the men. <laughs> and then it just keeps doing that like 10 times. Oh, that's I think so my funny. favorite is just you shoot. <laughs> I know because it's almost like it's fucking with you. You're like, stop. It is. It's like, fuck you. You shoot. I uh, Isn't that a thing in um in Westworld? Isn't like looping a. Uh, oh they say the same thing yeah i think it might be so that that was what what kind of reminded me of like like you you confuse them and then you just start uh repeating themselves um you know it's actually maybe it's a feature not a bug uh this is how you make it sound like a a creepy ai yes yeah no it's a bug Um, it's a bug but it's a fun bug yeah uh do you i i'm i assume not but do you have any idea why that would be uh I, what sorts of things would cause looping and why? My my guess would be that the ma or the sort of the processes are attaching to a certain thing that's happening uh, in the the text that you respond or and even reading back in its own text uh, and just the further you get into it it just doesn't know what to do. I'm guessing. I I really mm. I, I this is just total speculation. Uh, I, okay. I really don't have any clue. Um, yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, so um, another thing I wanted to talk about was that it it actually does have uh, failure and success conditions. Sure. So, did you ever? First of all, did you ever lose? Oh, there's the game? success conditions. Yes, there's like I, an. End. I only won the game once. Wow. Um, no, I I did. I I tried a, a non fantasy setting. I tried like the murder mystery one, or it might just be mystery. And I died almost immediately. I started as a spy with a syringe of poison and I, I, I tried to poison someone else's drink and then I drank it and, <laughs> and then I, I drank it. And then I went back to my hotel room, uh, where, uh, I met a woman whom I told that I drank it and then she freaked out and I said, call the ambulance. And then I just died. <laughs> Damn dude. That's some real well, cause, shit. Cause it was like, you're like, you're a spy. You're in a hotel room. Uh, and you have a syringe of poison. Someone's coming up to your, ho- you've heard, uh, Intel that someone's going to come up to your hotel room and try and kill you. And I'm like, all right, go to the bar and I find the person and put poison in their drink. Like you put poison in their drink and then you drink it. And I'm like, no, that's not what <laughs> Why I wanted do I do all. that? Why am so, I an idiot? That's the only time I died and I never succeeded. Um, I, I assume you did since you know that it's a thing that can happen. Well, uh, so first I wanted to read the, um, the one of the times that I died that I just it, it, sometimes this game is like so random that it's like you can't actually like 
like play it in the sense of like you would play a game and you like have a strategy no. and you like, no you can't have goals in this game <laughs> you can't have goals um but i uh i i stabbed the tavern owner in the throat and robbed him and ran away so that's all the setup here uh-huh. uh so i i type in steal his money and run away and it says you quickly get the money and run out of the tavern. You don't stop running until you can no longer feel your legs. You fall down a hill and die. It's <laughs> <And so, laughs> like, I guess the game wanted some poetic justice there. Uh, but. Yeah. Some dramatic irony, man. Uh, so did you win though? No, that was the time I, I lost. Um, yeah. But did you ever win? Yes, I did. Cause win I wouldn't once. have, I wouldn't have thought that you could win. I also didn't, um yeah i don't really understand that either because i'm pretty sure this is one where i uh um i think this was a custom one also so i don't i really don't understand Hmm. how the winning conditions work but um basically the setup is i i tried to kill the president um and what (laughs) yeah so I, i i walk up to him uh so I, I typed in attempt to assassinate the president. So this is one of those situations where I did ah. attempt. And it said, you run mm-hmm. towards the president. Kill him, you shout. The president turns around and looks at you. Whoa there, kid, he says. Don't kill me. You smile and point your finger at the president. <laughs> Which I was imagining as like finger guns. <laughs> finger like, guns. Ah, yes. You got me, man. Hey. <laughs> um, and then I typed in, okay, now kill the president. Um, and then I, I successfully kill him and then I decided to wear his face like a mask and impersonate oh him. And so the game, the game allowed me, uh, wow. and then it says, you assume the president's identity. You, you go out into the streets and pretend to be him. People are very suspicious of you. Now you feel more comfortable in this new persona. Eventually people stop questioning you and you become part of society. You live happily ever after. Congrats. You win. Holy shit. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Wow, that is something else. Yeah, that so is, that I is truly something. Else. I mean, I don't know if it's just like my my thought is maybe it has some uh, some key words that are like the standard or key phrases that are huh. the, the standard completion phrases for like yeah, uh, maybe you know text adventure games. So like you live happily ever after, and then um, it just has a rule that it's like if one of these phrases comes up, then you win. Um, sure, was maybe ma- was my thought, <clears throat> but I. Who the fuck yeah. knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I, I did want to. Um, this is my last uh, story. This is my this is my favorite one. When it happened, I, I, I could not stop laughing. This was like my second or third. So it was after Terry went and got some spicy chicken nuggets from Wendy's. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'll give him a fantasy name and I'll try and be a real fantasy character. So I started the game as a rogue. So this is from the very beginning. Uh, you are Darak, a rogue living in the kingdom of Larian. You have a long steel dagger and a length of rope. You walk down the city street looking for someone to steal from. You look around and see nothing interesting, so you head back home. And then I was like, all right, well, this isn't very conducive to adventure. So I said, head back out into the streets with a thirst for trouble. And the game <laughs> responded, you hear a shout behind you and turn your head just as two men run past you. excuse me Uh, one is holding a sword while the other has a pistol pointed at you i'm not going to shoot you he shouts (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) i could not i could not contain myself Uh, that that like i like i met this game on the fantasy playing field and immediately it was like this guy has a pistol and he just he's not that he just has a pistol but he tells you i'm not going to shoot you (laughs) yeah I mean, it's so great because it's like um 
the the thing that the the computer is very good at is um well you, it's sort of the the sort of result that happens because of like probabilistic uh construction of sentences that it's like uh-huh. things that that like fit each other um like contextually but not logically uh-huh. <laughs> so like, like having a pistol having but a telling pistol someone and you're saying not gonna you're not going to shoot them even though it's point it's it said the pistol is pointed at me <laughs> i'm not going to shoot you <laughs> oh man oh there's also this one wasn't as as uh, individually uh funny but there was one where um i was like wandering around in a field and a woman rolls up on a horse and she says, come here. It's time to go. I'm like, where are we going? She's like, we're going to my house. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go to her house. And then uh, I was like, all right, I'll play the I'll play the game with you. So I I, uh, I, I kiss her. And then <laughs> oh no, she just says, oh, no. please. She says, uh, oh, here you take her hand and gently kiss her on the lips. She blesses and kisses you back. You can just continue kissing each other for several minutes until you finally release her hand. She stands up slowly and walks over to the edge of a cliff. <laughs> Oh no! And then I said, "Don't jump." You stand up to warn her again. She nods and walks back to the edge of the cliff. Look after me, please. And I just like I kept trying to be like, tell her she shouldn't jump off the cliff. And it's just like she thanks you and then walks toward the edge of the cliff again. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was kind of fun. But. Beautifulwoman.exe has stopped working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautifulwoman.exe is on the edge of the cliff and cannot be talked off of it. Um, so, uh, one other I wanted to read was one that, uh, I, I thought was, was really good. Like it was a really, oh, okay. like really, um, it was kind of like your, uh, your, your son Hallow of hollow deer, hollow deer that it's like, damn, that, that kind of worked. <laughs> so I don't remember the context, but I got in some sort of struggle with this guy that has a pistol and I did the attempt thing again. So ah. I attempt to steal his pistol. Uh, and here's what it says. You try to grab the gun off of the man's hands, but he easily grabs your wrist and twists it behind your back. He fires the pistol at you, hitting you in the chest. You collapse on the floor in agony and begin to bleed profusely. You are dying. So then I respond, beg for mercy. And then here's what it says. You beg for mercy as you die. A voice answers you. No. (laughs) Wow. Somebody read Watchmen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, that's pretty good. And then I die. It's game over. Although it didn't make sense that he uh, grabs your arm and twists it behind your back and then shoots you in the chest. But, you know. Yeah, that's it's true. still pretty good. That's true. The fact, the fact that you beg for mercy and he's like, The The no. beg for mercy part was where that was good. I guess the setup was a little, you know. But, yeah, uh, a little wonky. But yeah. still the fact that he, like, responded to you trying to, to beg for mercy, get his gun yeah. by, by oh, yeah, yeah. catching your wrist and twisting it behind your back. You know, yeah. that's pretty good. It is pretty huh. good. AI dungeon, man. What a hell of a thing. Uh, what a hell I'm, of a I'm, thing. I'm curious to to like stick with it a little longer. I'm wondering if they'll um, incorporate. So I mentioned that the the game will try and save your um, the text output and use that to uh, train more. What I was also curious is if it currently does or if it ever will include like other people around the internet's uh, responses and and experiences and use those to train. Um, because I, I could see it, I don't know, that going extremely well or extremely poorly, poorly depending yeah. on uh, how it how selectively it uh, it trains. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see how this game progresses as um, as it sort of has a continued life 
as a commercial product rather than rather than as like a sort of research curiosity or a, a, a piece of a, sort of an experiment. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, one thing that I I mean, I started thinking about when playing this game is, uh, you know, naturally uh, event zero. Uh, the game ah, sure. that tries to um, implement uh, a sort of chatbot as part of its gameplay. This is obviously mm-hmm. a substantially more sophisticated chatbot. Mm-hmm. But the, I, I, I was wondering if there's any way to like add add some restraints. Because actually, what I think the 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 biggest thing that this game needs is actually not um, you know more realistic freedom, but uh-huh. less because uh, the the things that it's weakest at are um, like. Uh, context um, continuity so like uh-huh. you know one or two messages in and the game has completely forgot anything that's happened so there's totally sure. like logical inconsistency obviously it's all just like a absurd nonsense land but like if there was if it had some sort of like like set um, continuous variables like where mm. you have like an inventory and a world like you uh-huh. know like inventory only has a, an X number of objects and the objects can only enter your inventory if you grab them. And then sure. the, the world only has, uh, or, you know, has a certain number of variables at a time. And then this, these could be like checks or something on, uh-huh. on the, the text is generating. I don't know if yeah. that's, uh, if that's practical or whatever. Yeah. But. I mean, I mean my, my, uh, sort of, uh, tongue in cheek counterpoint would be, uh, the ridiculousness of it is what makes is it fun, fun and interesting to me. I mean, like sure. you said, it's more of a, of a toy to be fiddled with than it is an actual emulation of being, sure. you know, a, 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 a choose your own adventure type thing. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I, I think both directions have uh, merit potentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know which one I pick, which is the one where <laughs> I can smoke some weed in the woods, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and eat some munchies and, uh, get yeah. shot at by, or no, definitely not get shot at. Well, no, actually, it. here's and, what I'm saying. You want it to be that the game remembers your high three messages later. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but sure. that, that may, that's like, like wildly complicated. So. A goblin wanders into the scene and I'm still high and I can't <laughs> yeah. focus because yeah, I'm exactly. like, Hey man, oh geez all right jordan well i think maybe unless you had something else we should probably well uh, i had one one other thing i just uh wanted to share because it's funny uh i didn't actually screen cap the thing but one of the situations uh this is when katie and i were playing it together uh Ah. one of the situations where it became sexual the (laughs) the game had me say had me say to my in-game sexual partner good job slut which I just, Katie and I were like dying. It's such a weird, weird thing to say. Like, it's just, it's just weird enough that I could see it happening good in job, an actual, like, just like, I don't know if it's like a reference to an older conversation about like, oh man, I'm really a slut. And then you're done, you know, and just like, good job, slut. You know, like I could see that being funny in the right context. You know, but it's just like <laughs> after it's it very funny. It's like mixing. It's like it's another situation where it's like it's like almost right because it's like, uh-huh. you know, something's over. So you might say good job and slut because uh-huh. it's sexual. But no, first of all, nobody ends sex by being like, good job. <laughs> good job. Uh, well, not nobody. Well, I guess not. <laughs> um I, I, it does kind of have the format of like a Dark Souls message of like I've yeah. misappropriated <laughs> this like uh, this thing and uh, an totally. object of it. Just be like, good job, skeleton. But instead, <laughs> good job, good slut. Job, slut. <laughs>
All righty. Uh, well, with that, um, uh, we're going to talk about something that is uh, much less, uh, you know, profane, a little bit more wholesome. Hopefully, I guess we haven't played it, but uh, which possibly is possibly still as funny. Yeah. I mean, hopefully as funny, uh, which is the a sequel. Uh, have we done a sequel? I guess we did subsurface circular and uh, subsurface or what was the other the one? Spir- um, quarantine circular. Quarantine circular. Spiritual sequel. And we also have done yeah. the the um oh god the ones where you're like walking around in the creepy surreal music ah uh, yeah 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 norwood suite and yes. um whatever the, the pre- predecessor was yeah god, what was it called off peak off peak yes um but anyway we'll be revisiting uh uh grace brooksner uh with her her brand new game uh what is it the invisible wizard a frog detective story? frog detective to the case of the invisible wizard there you go uh, so we will be grabbing that. It's five dollars on Steam and Itch, and I think I think we're both pretty excited. I I've been I've been anticipating this one. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, Grace and uh, Thomas Bowker have, have gotten up to in in this uh, in this adventure. You know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, we were big fans of uh, Grace Bruxner, or at least we were the last time we played uh, Frog Detective. Uh, as well as of the uh, burgeoning Australian indie game scene. Uh, sure. Edgeguard fans. Um, so if uh, uh, if you want to play uh, Frog Detective 2 before uh, the episode, or if you just want uh, updates on um, where to find that stuff, you should follow us uh, on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at EdgeguardCast. Uh, we tweet out links to the games we play, as well as the Twitter handles of the creators of those games. So if that's a conversation you'd like to be a part of, make sure to follow us there. Uh, And with that, we'll be playing Frog Detective 2. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.